Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> Hello, we're back. And <laughs> this is that podcast. I'm Ryan Janke. I'm joined by Pastor DJ Laura. Sarah DeYoung. has been short circuiting this week. Sarah DeYoung and Dana Mashevsky. Yeah, there you go. She deserves that. <laughs> ah, well, it's music's overrated. <laughs> so has everybody recovered from your Pepsi peeps? You know, sure. I don't want to complain, <laughs> but definitely I went to the dentist the next day. Yeah. And I have a cavity really? that was not there before. Yeah. Overnight. So I, I don't want to place blame or say anything, but. Overnight. I will be sending atonement my bill. Yeah. <laughs> That's not covered by insurance. S- send it specifically to uh, the what, what, the redheaded wonder. What was it? Red Redbeard. Red, Redbeard. Red mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Send it to that person. <laughs> All right, we got to get into it. We got stuff. Yeah, we've we already stuff. we already Lots of things apparently. We already mm-hmm. had a full podcast outside of this recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we got to have some other kind of like GoPro on in here. Yeah. Just recording mm-hmm. all of the shenanigans that happened before we actually turn the recording button on. Our pa- Patreon. Go, okay, now yeah, we need we're to push hit the record. <laughs> all right, I have a question. Mhm. Is so, that the question? Huh? Was that the question? What that I have a question? Mm-hmm. No, that's not a question. That, was, that, was a that statement. wasn't a question. Oh. It was a if you would have said, I have a question, then it would have been, you know, a question. Can I ask yeah. a question? All right. I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know either. <laughs> All right. So I don't have the, the verse in front of me. Is it Luke 22 19? It is Luke 22. Um, Luke twenty two nineteen. Luke twenty two nineteen. Yes. There's a, a question that I have about that because I've heard I've heard it both ways, as they would say in psych. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Uh, I don't think they say that in psych. The show psych. Oh yeah, they say that all the time. The like show. The, the, the sh- show. The show psych. The USA mm. Network show. I've heard it both ways. That's a yeah. rogue reference. Oh. Yeah, they say. I, I was thinking actually like the like the, the inter- yeah the interdisciplinary <laughs> science known as psychology. Oh no, 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 okay. no, no. I'm talking about the television show. The thing that's yeah, much more I'm not popular. that deep into the words that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> the show psych, they say I've heard it both ways. And I've heard this both ways. Does Jesus say do this in remembrance of me? Or does he say it do do this for the remembrance of me? Yes. Well, um Because it's my opinion that they mean two different things. So I will tell you that in most modern English mm-hmm. Bibles, it'll translate it as do this in remembrance of me. Okay. However, mm-hmm. in the liturgy, mm-hmm. that's the, the order of practice that we use on a Sunday. We're not following the ESV per se. Mm-hmm. We're following the traditional practice of the words of institution. When yeah. we have the Lord's Supper, the pastor will get up and we'll say this promise yeah, um, you know, which is the the Lord's Supper, and okay. it ends with, "This is my body given for you. Do this for mm-hmm. the remembrance of me." Yeah, that's different. This cup mm-hmm. is the New Testament or the New Covenant mm-hmm. in my blood shed for you and for many or for all. No, yeah. no, I'm using it two different ways because some people will say um, for many, some people will say all for yeah. the forgiveness of sins or for the forgiveness of sin. Mm-hmm. Do this for the remembrance of me. Okay. Okay, so it comes from that point where it uses it as for the remembrance. Now, 
as we were talking earlier, Dana and I came to an um, uh, an educated agreement that they mean exactly the same thing. Okay. So it's just Ryan splitting hairs. But I, I don't think so. I, I want you to, it, to It sounds to a little bit like. Okay. So yeah, why now. Why do you think they're different, Ryan? Now I'm using a uh, 2022, 23. We're in 2023 now. What's the matter with me? Yeah. Dictionary. So what did remembrance mean? Like we've been in 2023 for a while, man. Yeah, I know. This is terrible. Okay. <laughs> so, so. Uh, if you look up the word and now here's, here's where this comes from. This isn't entirely my idea. Okay. Uh, I know a fellow who first told me that and I said, you're silly. He told me that silly goose. He said, do this for the remembrance of me was Jesus's way of saying, do this so that I remember you. Huh? That's horrible English. Yeah. That's a, Like so that, he's saying it that we're doing it so that way Jesus can remember us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that yep. he would be like, okay, on my list. So uh, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't either. Remembrance mean, means, now this says it's a noun, the action of remembering something, a flash of understanding or remembrance passed between them. The did, action, rem- did that just use the definition yeah, it uh, did. the word. Uh, the yeah. word. Well, well, did the definition well, use no, the I, word? It didn't use remembrance, but it used remember, which is the root not of the it. same thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought he said remembrance. So like, it also says a memory, a memory or recollection. A plural plural noun is remembrances. Um, I just started thinking of this because all over in the Bible, it uses the word remember and remembering. So why all of a sudden right here was, uh, I'm going to use remembrance. Yeah. It's a different word. Shall we get into the Greek? I, yeah, I think And we then I will, I will blow your mind. Okay, let's hear it. It may even, it's, it's almost like heavy metal. It might just melt your face Wait, right Wait, so off. you explained all... one reasoning for the one. Mm-hmm. What's the reasoning on the other? Like, what's the difference? Yeah, do what this is in your remembrance as compared to do this for the remembrance. Like, what, yeah. what, is the, what is the hair that we are splitting here? Do this in remembrance of me would would mean then you do this and then you remember you'll me. remember me you'll yeah. remember so me so us yeah. doing it mm-hmm. is us remembering yep to remember but the Jesus. other way is do, do this Jesus for is the, remembering right. us right that is really interesting was it a Catholic friend who no. mentioned this to you it was not yeah. it was an LCMC pastor really mm. yeah none that you know I know I, well I know, you might you might know I know all five of them. <laughs> <laughs> And they're D- all in this building. <laughs> DJ, you might know who it is, but okay. Sarah and Dana will not know. Okay. Well, we won't drop any names uh, right. on here. You can tell me later. Okay. Because um, I'll, I'll have to give them a bad time. For okay. sure, for sure, uh, at least one other pastor in this building knows this pastor very well. I see. Yeah. Okay. So if I hear you correctly, do this for the remembrance of me means you do this and then I will remember you. Correct. Kind of like God in the Old Testament and he remembered the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For he heard their cry. Right. So for the remembrance of God, they cried. Yeah. And then he delivered them. Mm-hmm. It took 300, 400 years. Right. But that's where that's how that's used in the Old Testament and mm-hmm. God remembered his people. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that yeah. what he, I think so. That's interesting because... The way you understand what's happening in the Lord's Supper from a Lutheran perspective, 
And Martin Luther turned this thing on its head because the center of worship for classic traditional Christianity since um, the first century is that the, the primary act of worship, the heart of it, was what's called um, the Eucharist or the Lord's Supper. That's what you gather to do because in the Lord's Supper, Jesus will show up in your midst. Mm-hmm. Okay, In the Roman Catholic understanding, by the time of Martin Luther in the, in the 1500s, what was happening is that the, the rite of Eucharist was a prayer that was said by the priest in order to re-sacrifice Jesus for our behalf, on our behalf, yeah. to God. He just keeps getting sacrificed over and over and over again. Right. And he's, yeah, he's up there for all eternity. <laughs> now, and, and to put a good... This, well, this is the truth, right? To, to put a fair spin on it, they, uh, a modern um, understanding theology of Eucharist within the Catholic domain is not so much that Jesus is being re-sacrificed, but in the event of the priest saying the high priestly prayer and the bread being transubstantiated into Jesus... Mm-hmm into his body physically using Aristotelian metaphysics, the room in which the event is taking place actually travels through time to the cross. Okay. You're looking at me like I'm banana sandwich. Well, you just threw in time travel, man. Well, yeah. When we're talking about Aristotelian metaphysics, mm-hmm. it, it, it can go time and space become irrelevant. Yeah. I don't like point. reptilian metaphysics. <laughs> <laughs> Aristotelian metaphysics. So the point being is that the bread is 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 changed okay. in its substance into Jesus. It still looks like bread, mm-hmm. and it still tastes like bread, mm-hmm. but it's Jesus. Why? Because <clears throat> Jesus in Scripture says, this is my body, this is my blood, do this in remembrance of me, or do this for the remembrance which of one? me. Which <laughs> one? I need to know which. I need to know! <laughs> So what's happening is the priest is authorized to basically re-sacrifice Jesus or to transport the people to the presence of Christ, the once and for all sacrifice, in order that the bread is then handed out to those who are present for the, the receiving the merit of the forgiveness of their sins. Okay. Okay. To me, that sounds like for the forgiveness, that you, you, you got to do this for me to remember you, for me to show up in your midst. Mm -hmm. The Lutheran understanding, which is the one where we actually use this phrase, for the remembrance, does not look at it that way. So I'm a little surprised that an LCMC pastor would say that do this for the remembrance of me is Jesus saying do this and then I'll remember you. Yeah. Um, Because... In the Lord's Supper, what's happening is the direction isn't up to God. The direction is to the people mm-hmm. in the event of the proclamation, the announcement. Yeah. Even before you know who Jesus is, Jesus is coming to you through his word. And the promise is, this is my body given for who? Me. For Dana, for mm-hmm. Ryan, for Sarah, for DJ. It's for you. Yep. Do this. Yeah. For do this in remembrance. Okay. We'll mix up the words a little bit. <laughs> uh, this is my body. This is my blood shed yep. for you for the forgiveness of sins. It, the direction is to you. Yep. Now, why is it to you? Because you have ears to hear uh-huh. and you have mouths to receive and eyes to see. It's so uh, the physical gospel shows up in your midst that you can grab a hold of through taste, touch, smell, everything. Okay. And therefore, no 
that your sins are forgiven. In other words, remember yeah. that Christ died for you and that your sins are forgiven. So he shows up. We still believe, we believe also that Christ is truly present in with and under the bread and the wine. Yeah. It is Jesus. Is it bone and sinew and all that stuff? No. Yeah. We don't need Aristotelian phys- metaphysics. Jesus, it's Jesus because Jesus says it's Jesus. Right. This is my body. This is my blood. Okay. Okay. So it's that would seem to lean more to do this in remembrance of me, Yeah. regardless of whether you've done the right stuff. Because the Catholic understanding is that you don't even need people present. If the priest goes and does the high priestly prayer, yeah. then Christ shows up in the midst of that, and that, that gives merit to earn salvation to the people of that congregation. Yeah. So do it, and then I'll remember you. Sounds much more like the Roman Catholic okay. understanding of what's happening in the Lord's Supper than the Lutheran one. Okay. So uh, now I thought of something else. Because I'm one of these guys that likes to decide where I'm going with my theory and then find things <laughs> that help me get there. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, that's the answer I want. <laughs> like, like, I believe they call that so half-baked. I think that's like how science is done in the 21st century, isn't it? I yeah. come up with a theory and then I'll just find stuff mm-hmm. yeah. to go with it. Find yeah. that Wikipedia quote that finds exactly yeah. what you want to say. Right. Okay. So here's Chat. my... <laughs> Here, here's my other thing. So this is a new covenant, right? Sure. Okay. It says that. All right. So why did God put up the rainbow after he flooded the earth? Mm-hmm. That was so that he would remember that he's not going to do that again. Right. So why are you looking at mm-hmm. me like that? So if if uh, can I not just sit here and no listen you to can you, you oh, can okay. yeah she's yeah. looking at how profound you are yeah what's wrong with just, this man just, just in awe who is this guy okay so I'm just I'm just trying to work this through that's okay all. Yep. so like uh, uh, God put up the rainbow after he flooded the earth and he said so I have this up here so that I remember that I'm never gonna wipe out the face of the planet again well that I will never destroy the earth by water again is almost literally what it says okay that i might i might take you out but it ain't gonna be this way <laughs> i've Been used there, done you're that. not gonna see me coming god is yeah. not a covenant repeater <laughs> yeah one and done it's interesting the the bow we call it the rainbow yeah um why do we call it a bow because it's, it's bowed shape? it's bowed mm-hmm. the, the thinking with the bow is that's like the weapon of war of God, like mm. a bow and arrow. Sure. Mm. And so God's hung up his bow. Ah, mm. I've never heard that I mean, one isn't going to smite you any, anymore. Yeah. I, had a, I had a Jewish friend who told me that, you know, um, said in the nicest way that you, you Gentiles are funny, is basically what she said <laughs> to me. You Christians are funny. She was a Christian too, but mm-hmm. she's like, when I grew up, we, we learned that uh, the, the rainbow is not God making peace with humanity. It's a frown. Hmm. <laughs> and it's God basically as a parent saying, you guys shape up and do better next time. Yeah. I'm not going to smite you again, but not happy with how things went. <laughs> might be real disappointed. <laughs> this might look pretty, but it's a frown. That's right. Which I, I never heard that before. Uh, no, so it I stuck with either. me. It's like, oh, frown. Hmm. Huh. But... <laughs> I have seen almost full circle rainbows. In fact, I may have seen one one time. So oh, it's, yeah, so yeah. It's, so it's not a frown. No, and I've seen double rainbows. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. too. Oh, double rainbow. Maybe it's more like Captain America's shield. <laughs> Maybe. 
I'd buy that. Okay. Like, no, I'm a, I'm a fanboy. I would buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay money. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. But no. I, I don't understand. What's your question about, about the Noahic covenant? Because well, you said just, it, just that it was a, a way covenant. for it was just it was a way for God to yeah. remember His people, so this would be a way for Jesus to remember us. You know, it's I, I hear what you're saying, and um, it's interesting. The New Covenant, mm-hmm. that is the New Testament, is talked about in the Old Testament. Like it's 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 newer than the covenant to Noah, but it's older than the Old Covenant to Moses. Because it's the covenant that's promised to Abraham that's then played out throughout the rest of the scripture. It's the promise of the offspring through whom the entire world would be blessed. Sure. You could read the Bible, <clears throat> like, you know, if you were to, to hold your Bible and you dropped it open, where would it land? It's not going to land in Romans or Matthew. If you just dropped it aiming for the middle, where, where would it open up to? You guys ever done that before? No. Psalms. Psalms. Yeah, in the Psalms. It lands in the Psalms. Most of the Bible is what we call the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Well, testament and covenant are interesting words. They're synonyms, but a a testament is a covenant, but a covenant is not a testament. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, you could call something that's a testament. You could call that a covenant, but you can't call a covenant a testament because there's a very specific difference between a covenant and a testament. Yeah. And so you could you could actually call the the Bible if you were to break it up, you could label it the the first section that we call the Old Testament, you could call that the Old Covenants. And you could call what we call the New Testament or the New Covenant, we could you could call that the New Covenant, the New Testament. Mm-hmm. So the New Testament, the Old Covenants. Why? Cuz there's a bunch of covenants <clears throat> throughout the history of God revealing himself, his revelation to humanity. You have you have the Adamic covenant, which is to Adam and Eve. You have the, you have the Noahic covenant, which is to Noah and his family, which is kind of a, a restart of the Adamic covenant, but God adds to it that you can eat meat now. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that before. I like that one. Yeah, couldn't do it before. <laughs> um, you have, <laughs> but then you get into the the revealing of of the Messiah through... The, coven- the Abrahamic covenants, the patriarchal covenants, the covenant to Abraham and Sarah, then Isaac and Rebekah, then Jacob and Rachel. And then that goes on uh, through Israel, the, the covenant of Israel, the person to Israel, the nation uh, in Egypt, which leads up to what's known as the Mosaic covenant, which is the f- kind of, it's not the first one, but it's it's the one that you most often look to to be like, this is what, when it's talking about the Old Testament, this is what it's talking about. And it's this, it, it's a covenant that actually has stipulations on it because a covenant was really a binding agreement between two legal parties. Um, if you've ever heard of like a marriage covenant, mm-hmm. yeah, that's about right. It's, it's an agreement between a husband and a wife. It's got legal binding to it. Um, the way the covenants in the Bible work are often like, the covenant of a powerful nation with a weaker nation. And so the powerful nation does pretty much everything. Like I'll do this for you, this for you, this for you. Like God's covenant with Noah has nothing to do with Noah. God just says, I'm not going to destroy you anymore. By water. You know? Yeah. Yeah. By water. I'll never, I I won't do that again. There's nothing stopping God from doing it aside aside from God saying, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. 
The same with. Well, he's got so many other options. <laughs> That's right. The same with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, the covenant is basically. I choose you to be a blessing to the world and I will send you an offspring singular, not offsprings like mm-hmm. all these people. And, um, and that this offspring uh, uh, will be a blessing to the entire world. Those who bless him will be blessed. Those who curse him will be cursed. Um, when it comes to the Mosaic covenant here, God now has this people and God says, I will be your God and you shall be my people. If that wonderful world word, if, if, you keep my commands or my intentions for life. In other words, treat me as your God and I will treat you as my people. Mm -hmm. Pretty, pretty simple thing, right? Well, that one shows to be that covenant really reveals not God's grace so much as the sin of humanity in being unable to keep a promise to God, the way God keeps promises to us, basically revealing that we're not God's. Mm Mm-hmm. But with that end of that one is the promise of a new covenant. Jeremiah says, the day is surely coming, says the Lord. And this is at the end of the old covenant. It had an expiration date, 587 BC, 613 laws in the Old Testament, most of them being ritual and how to relate with an almighty, all-powerful being known as God. They come to an end because the people can't keep them properly. Yeah. Um, 587 BC, as Jerusalem is being destroyed, as the temple is destroyed, Jeremiah makes this prophecy. He says, the day is surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with my people Israel and with the house of Judah. At this time, Israel had not existed as a nation for about 150 years. There was just Judah, the, the remnant of Israel. But by then, they'd had their own identity. They were no longer Israelites. Now they were the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. No longer will they say, know the Lord, for they will all know me, for I will write my word on their hearts. Mm. I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. So it's a new covenant that's based not on obedience, but based on faith in God's mercy. That's what Jesus establishes in the New Testament. Okay. When he says, um, this is my body. This is my blood. This cup is the new covenant. It's really the new Testament because the difference, like I said, a covenant is a binding agreement between two parties. And as long as those parties keep it, then the covenant is alive. If one of them breaks the covenant, then it's a dead covenant. Mm -hmm. In the case of a Testament, the Testament is activated when a death happens. Okay. So think of a last will and testament. Mm -hmm. I have a last will and testament. It says that all that I have to bequeath, all that word, bequeath, to my children is laid out. That that all that I have to offer goes to my kids. Okay. Now, it doesn't go to them today. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go to them tomorrow. Something has to happen. Yeah. A death has to happen. So I got to go, you know, um, belly up. And, and, uh, what other funny terms can I think of? I can't think of any, but you know, I got to shake off this mortal coil. Yeah. Pushing up daisies. I like that one. Yeah. So, and then it, it's activated. It's into effect. So when you think of the covenant, the new covenant, it's really a new Testament because for it to be activated, Jesus gives it to his disciples. 
my body, my blood, given and shed for you the forgiveness of sins. Basically, Jesus gives his disciples everything that he has to give. And, and who are his disciples? Everyone who's a part of betraying him is in the inheritance, which is everybody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, he basically gives them everything. Everything that he is is what, he get, what, they, what you get from Jesus. That's the New Testament. Believing in him, you receive his eternal life in place of your dead life. You receive his righteousness in the place of your sinfulness. And you receive um, him as your Lord and your Savior rather than the devil. So you basically get everything in this in this inheritance. Okay. But for it to be activated, someone's got to die. Jesus dies. Mm-hmm. He's risen, and so it's the only testament that's really a covenant too because he's not dead. Mm. He's alive. So there's a relationship. Now, here's the thing about it. Everyone is is written in the will because everyone is responsible for the death of Jesus. But just like uh, when my mother died, her estate went into something called uh, probate. Yep. I always get that mixed up with mm. prostate because it kind of <laughs> seems like the same thing. Yeah, no, they're different. But you can you can con- you can contest the will, and you mm-hmm. can reject the inheritance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You can certainly reject the inheritance of Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get none of the good stuff. And why don't you get none of the good stuff? Just like you would reject an inheritance, you don't believe in it. You don't want it. Yeah. It's the same thing. Okay. Does that answer your question? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I feel like we got really far from I'll, you. Know, I'll, I'll say during back. all of this, I've decided I don't like Ryan's uh, reason for the for the remembrance of me because that's saying that Jesus is going to forget about you and he's not going to do that. He doesn't need to be reminded of you. He's going to forget about you unless you do it's, unless you do the yeah. right thing and say the right thing. Yeah, and that's not how that works. So can I reveal now what mm-hmm. scripture actually says? Yeah. I'm going to oh, read yes. it. The English yes, yes. translation from the Greek word. The Greek. I'm not going to read both. the Greek because no one will know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'll read what it says. Uh, the The literal translation. Okay. Let's see. Literal. Where are we at? Verse 19. Literally. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Nineteen. Okay. Here's what it says. See if you can follow along. This is literally what it says. All word right, for hit, word. Hit me with it. And taking a loaf. Uh, uh, having given thanks, he broke and gave it to them saying, this is the body of me for you being given. This do ye for my memorial. Okay. There you go. Do you know what uh, remembrance is a synonym of? Remember. Memorial. What? Now you're looking at me away. Yeah. You ever been to a, you, you ever been to a memorial yeah. service? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what they call it? A memorial. A service and celebration of the remembrance. Okay. Mm. Of Ryan. What? <laughs> dun dun. Well. All right. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we done with that one? So. Probably. Yeah. Got we got a couple got more, any questions. more questions. Over. That's that's a different episode. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Fun. Good. Good. How do we wrap so this up? So we're just going to cut this off like <laughs> I usually do that. Somebody want to pray us out of here or... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. 
Like, how, how are we doing this? We should ask our podcast fans to be like, do you like it when there's a pause for three seconds and you think, is the episode over? And then you hear Dana go, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. The end. It's, it's, like, uh, it's like a Marvel ending. You get all the way through the credits and then, oh, there's and then, more. And then there's it's me. a good thing we don't have commercials. Like, you ever watch Hulu with commercials and then you... You're watching through and you're like, okay, I think that was the end of the episode, but then you got a commercial at the very end and then it comes and then back the credits and then credits I'm like, why did I waste my time listening yeah. to well, that's, yep. that That drives me bonkers. That's, I know. I was paying for Hulu and then I had to watch commercials and now mm-hmm. they're all starting to do it yeah. and it it's, uh, it's bugs weird. me. Yes. But uh, it's, why do I play, pay for streaming then? But Sarah, yeah. that, that's strategery. Mm, I don't like mm. it. Um, I don't do Hulu anymore. Me neither. Nope. I'm out. YouTube TV. Yep, me too. I'm with you. But you can watch YouTube with commercials, and they have shows on YouTube yeah. also. Yep, that's true. My brother-in-law got me on a show about hunting Hitler. Oh, Have you heard of the show? It was on no, like the no. Discovery Channel back in the day, uh-uh. and it is so intriguing and interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I am becoming a conspiracy theorist about Hitler. I think Hitler survived. I think he Ar- hit out oh, in Argentina. Argentina, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Well, our, our government says, no, that's not the case. We have his teeth. But, you know, <laughs> I watched the show on, on Discovery, and, or yeah. I guess on YouTube, and it's pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. They have oh, the yeah. dramatic music. So if yeah. they have, right? you, know, you know. You should start listening to George Norrie at nighttime. <laughs> He's not on anymore, is he? <laughs> oh, yeah. They did it just to his old ones? Or is he still doing? Is he oh, still alive? He, oh yeah. George. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought he passed of, away like a year or two ago. You're thinking of George Knapp, I believe, who also was oh. on... Who also was on Coast to Coast. Okay. But he has since passed. Do you remember? So this is this is totally abstract random. Back when I used to drive a truck for a living, which was 20 years ago, okay. I worked at, at a hotel and I drove van up to the airports. Oh. The Fargo-Moorhead oh, area has three airports for people who don't know. At least three that I know of. The shuttle. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would listen to a guy. Uh, his last name was Lycus. Yeah, Tom Lycus. Is he still on the radio? I hope not. He's a puker. <laughs> people would be like, hey, Tom, how you doing? Do you care? Like you'd say it like that every time. Do you yeah, care? Tom Likas is a puker like this. Right? right? That's how he talked all the time. That's uncomfortable. So but when I worked the night shift, that's what I'd listen to. Yeah. It would be on at like two in the morning or something like that. You yeah. know, I feel like the real generational divide is who you listen to on late night radio. Because Dan and I are from the generation that listened to Dr. Drew. Yep. Oh, like I remember Doctor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, yep, I remember him. Like twelve a.m. The radio's playing. You're like, oh man, yeah. here's this like story. And he's like <laughs> helping these people yeah. through these like crises with like, Adam Carolla. Yeah, back in the day. Yep, I remember all. You that. guys know who Adam Carolla is? See, they they, they know the I feel like I remember Doctor Drew. Oh, they don't know the great Adam bit. Carolla. They don't know how it started. Right? Wasn't he on MTV? Yeah. Adam Carolla. And so is Doctor Drew. Hmm. Full circle. Okay. Doctor Drew's back on MTV. Yep. Yeah. MTV is a thing still. Yeah, yeah, it's Teen Mom. To, yeah, try to make a comeback. They have it. Yep, they still have but it. But they stopped playing music videos. Yeah, long time. That's ago. true. Which makes me figure, wonder how you guys know like who modern artists are. Like YouTube. You were TikTok. just talking about YouTube. Yeah. Oh, I don't look at that for that though. YouTube. I mean, I mean, and it, now TikTok. Mm-hmm. Now your yeah. children know it from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Right. I learned about music by listening to the radio and turning on MTV. That's how I learned about oh, new music. Yep. That's how I learned about Cypress Hill. Yeah. You know the you know the and House of Pain. Yeah. The good stuff. The good stuff. Yep. Yes, sir. Team All right. Play. I'm gonna I'm gonna pray us out of here so we can start a new episode. Okay. okay. Great. Cool. All right. 
Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for the warmer temperatures. Um, it's uh, it's nice. It's almost getting too hot. Yeah, it needs some say winter. That. No, <laughs> I won't, no, I won't say Shush. that. That was a joke. Um, but Lord, I do uh, thank you for the warmer temperatures and the sunshine and the ability to get out and um, enjoy enjoy the uh, outdoors. God, I thank you for this time that we get to spend together t- to talk about things, and uh, I pray that the people who are listening to this would be, be blessed by what they hear, and uh, if nothing else, uh, decide that they want to dig into the Bible and get these answers for themselves, Lord. And so again, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I got to go through my thing, so don't shut me off. You've oh, been trigger happy over there. I was ready to press the button and everything. I know you were. All right, if you are looking for a place to worship this weekend, you can come to 4601 South University Drive in Fargo, and you can worship with us live and in person here at 9 or at 1030. Or you can go online to YouTube, atonementfargo.org or atonement.live, and you can join those live worship services there. So, for somebody's singing around here yes hopefully that's coming through uh for sarah de young dana mashevsky and pastor dj laura i'm ryan janky we'll see you next time on that podcast that was riveting riveting there it is